1: Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Are y'all ready today for a fun combo on one of my favorite topics? Yep, we're talking about DTRs. What are they? How do you have them? How frequently do you have them? Why are they necessary? We talk about it all. I'm chatting with my friend, Christina, who is an aspiring writer and the comedic voice behind the TTR blog. Y'all have to go follow her. She is hysterical. She hails from Los Angeles where she's attempting the fine art of adulting, hashtag real. She's passionate about helping those who feel lonely encounter friendship in Jesus, and she loves to use humor to talk about things like dating in church, what therapy is like, and the Christian way of sliding into DMs, naturally. She longs for people to know the power in their story and can often be found reading a book or scrolling Instagram for five hours. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Also, friends, please help us out, will you, by DTRing with us. We'd love to define the relationship with you. If you've been listening for a while, can you subscribe to us, write us, and write us a review? We would love to up our relationship status with you. And if this is your first time listening, thank you for being here. If you like this episode, we'd still love to have you write a review. It would mean the world and help us. Please and thank you. Here's a recent review from Yo Valpal. So happy I stumbled upon this gem. As a new Christian in my late 20s, it's been a struggle navigating the modern dating world. This podcast has a ton of great wisdom and lessons for anyone single or in a relationship. The topics are always so relevant and engaging, and the content has been super relatable, entertaining, and humorous. It's definitely helped guide me in my newfound journey towards Christ, and I'm always stoked when a new ep comes out. Woohoo! Thank you, Yo Valpath. That's awesome. Okay, you guys. So I hope you enjoy my fun convo today about DTRs with my girlfriend, Christina.
0: Hey, girl. Hey. Sup, girl. <laughs> So happy to have you here. I'm really happy to be here. And uh, just so everyone knows, I slid into Kate's DMs and it worked out. Oh we were
1: in person. my word, girl. Did it ever <laughs> it work out? It worked out real well. It was girl love at first sight. It was good. Or at first DM, It was right? Good. Yeah. It's a I, real thing. As soon as I saw your Instagram profile, I was like, yes, yes, this girl is I what's up. I wonder if guys
0: do that too. Yes, <laughs> they do.
1: Let's not judge on aesthetics, people. I'm just kidding. All
0: right, seriously. Okay, but but for
1: serious, this is Christina, you guys, and everyone listening, she's incredible. And she runs a blog called the DTR blog and also the Instagram account called the DTR blog. Right. So, Mm -hmm. girl, let's just start it off here. Would you tell us why? What is this? Because we're gonna talk all about DTRs today, but what made you start this incredible blog and platform?
0: Well, thank you. I just feel so good about myself when I'm around you. Oh, you know what? Um, That's I'm here (laughs) for. So I started it about a year ago. I started with a friend of mine, actually. She was really encouraging and motivated me to start it. But uh, a very long story short, I was raised Christian. Mm. And then uh, about four years later, my mom died. Mm. Two years after that, I virtually had a nervous breakdown. And um, I had a go to therapy, all this stuff, and realize how many issues I have. Mm. But I began writing about it and I used comedy and I would talk about mental health, faith, and and the messy things. And people could really relate and they would share their stories. And it became this wonderful community of people who weren't afraid to talk about the mess in their lives Mm. and then see how God makes things beautiful. Mm. And so there were certain things that were more controversial in mental health and then in dating and dating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then with the dating, um, that became a big source of comedy and a huge source of healing. Mm. And so I started to write more comedic stuff. And DTR stands for Define the Relationship. So it's for defi- anyone who yeah, did not so know. You didn't know that. And it's. <laughs> The DTR blog is to find the relationship with God, yourself, and others because you have to know what you believe in. If like you can believe in anything, but you just need to know what you believe in, and you need to know what you believe about yourself and about God because it totally reflects on how you treat other people. Mm, and, and so reflects dating, and it reflects dating. So I started to then write some memes about my thoughts, and people could relate, and it just kind of went from there. I got a little crazy. <laughs> got a little more it's hilarious the stuff
1: you read I mean or write not read but the stuff you write is amazing I'm just gonna read a few of my absolute faves right here Uh, okay here's one Christian dating summed up (laughs) guy meets girl girlfriend zones him the end (laughs) guy meets girl guy and girl like each other engaged by date three married with children by date five the end yes (laughs) And then, guy meets girl, guy and girl like each other, no one makes a move, nothing happens, repeat, everyone is single, the The end. end.
0: I, yeah. (laughs) That's my life right there. The dating jokes are my favorite. (laughs) It's just, being like... 31 and single and a woman like I've just been able to write all these things and, and yes. everyone's like uh yeah and I'm like you know you just gotta say it just gotta say it like it is
1: yes <laughs> this is my other one the five Christian millennial love languages words of affirmation via sliding into DMs mm-hmm. Christina is a pro at this yes <laughs> physical touch by side <laughs> I love the Christian side hug yeah that it Uh quality time on Snapchat hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. acts of service by responding to boring Insta stories mm-hmm.
0: Like supporting, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh wow, word hashtag word, and then receiving gifts via memes.
0: Yeah, please share my name.
1: All the memes. If someone doesn't like respond to me with a meme at least once, I'm like, I don't know if I can relate to you. Right, or even if it,
0: yeah. I, yeah, I love, obviously I love getting memes, but sometimes you can have a whole conversation like going back and forth 10 times and it's just memes. And you're yeah. like, wow, I feel so connected to this person. <laughs> and you're like, it's just but memes. But we didn't talk. But we, we just said. Wait.
1: <laughs> okay, girl, yeah. let's get into it right now. Okay. So I, I, We did define what DTR means, which is define the relationship. But I do think that we need to break it down for people here. And overall, I want to just laugh and have fun and communicate about how to d- better talk and communicate overall in dating. So when we DTR, what I always say, at least, is that it comes down to being clear, honest, and intentional. Mm-hmm. And that's really it, clear, honest, and intentional. So when I recently did a poll on Instagram on Heart of Dating, I asked some of the Heart of Dating followers and listeners about DTRs, what they think about it. And here's some of the top responses. It's something I avoid at all costs. It's necessary, even if awkward. It shows that you're committed to moving forward. Stop playing games. It's so nerve-wracking. It can be awkward, but essential. They're awkward, but what if you've read the signal wrong? Mm -hmm. So it's funny reading some of these. There's tons of responses, but it's clear that some people find them to be good, And some people find them to just be incredibly awkward. Mm -hmm. And then because of that, some people want to avoid them at all possible costs. So I just want to talk about why we think they are really important.
0: Well, I think that, uh, like I said before, it's really important to define the relationship that not just with other people but with yourself and with God, right? Yeah. So if we take that principle and – Uh, we apply it to our dating relationships, you don't know what someone else is thinking. And all the anxiety that we build up in our minds often is from perceived, what we perceive someone to be thinking. Totally. And it's never, I mean, rarely, maybe nine out of 10 times, it's it's never accurate.
1: Yeah. Because- We make these false narratives. We make these
0: false narratives. And if we just learn how to communicate and it not be this big, serious thing, Mm -hmm. but just ongoing communication of where someone's at, that's something that you'll learn- through marriage with children, like, all the way down the road, you're going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. So if – I think that we need to learn how to do it better in person. Yep. Because in a text message, we all know if – like, you can do a double text, no response. Yeah. Like, you know, when you can do (laughs) – and you're like, shoot, I was two. (laughs) Should I text again? Three, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, they hate me. Like, it's all – they – they're not real talk, right? Like, like
1: putting it all out there and leaving them a million hours to respond. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're sweating. You're supposed to have plans that now you have to cancel them because yeah. all you could think about is this non response. Right. And you're like,
0: this ruined the entire relationship. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, but it's not accurate. It's
1: like, and
0: also, like, maybe the person's just
1: busy, real talk, and like can't answer right now because they want to be thoughtful. <laughs> Again, I also think if that's the case, thank you for writing this to me. I am doing this right now. I I will respond later when I can be more thoughtful. That's Mm -hmm. a good way to make Mm -hmm. somebody not freak out over text. But to your point, we should be having DTRs in person.
0: Yes, in person. And it it can be casual – Uh, Just a discussion about where someone's at. I mean, people change all the time. And one day you can feel something, the next day you feel different. And that's why it has to be continuous, Mm -hmm. I think.
1: It also is because we create those false narratives, it allows for those lies that we falsely create to be ripped down. So it gives someone the opportunity Mm -hmm. to rewrite a potential false narrative. So, a way, I think Brene Brown actually talks about this, and I love her, but she says something when she's not sure about something with someone or she thinks that maybe she totally created a false narrative about how someone reacted, she'll go up to the person and say, hey, so I just wanted to let you know, I'm kind of creating this maybe false narrative in my mind. And this is what happened. This is what I think or why I think that happened. Can you just help me to understand if that's really the case? Mm -hmm. And by doing that, the person can immediately be like, no girl, that's totally off or whatever. And that's like you and me talking, right? But it, in relationships, the same thing could be the case. So if you're not hearing from someone, you know, they're, maybe they're just straight up busy y'all. Um, so there's so many different answers. But if we start feeling insecure, we allow these narratives to develop. The less and less we talk about them, the more and more that it goes on and you start becoming insecure and fearful and creating all these things and you don't want to be vulnerable. It's like a slew of bad things.
0: Right, and I have a friend. Um, she actually is the one that helped me start the blog a year ago. But she's married, and she so she says that in her marriage, often she will create. There will be something that she has an issue with. Yeah, but she will make it so big in her mind, and she's too afraid to bring it up. And mm-hmm. her husband is always like, "What's going on? Like, let's talk about it." Mm-hmm. And each time, and they just resolve it, and it's and you learn about other people, and you learn about yourself. Yeah, and people's character. And if you're with a guy who is consistently unable to have conversations like that. I mean Or same with the guys with the girls. With a girl, absolutely. Like, yeah, you don't probably want to be investing too much in that guy or girl.
1: If they can't communicate where they're at. Right. So it's funny because I did another poll on Instagram to ask people if they could change one thing about dating now, what it what would it be? And some of the answers that I think apply were that they want more intentional communication. The ghosting culture, which we will address, Mm -hmm. that men would actually pursue women and not leave it up to make women to make all the moves. All right. Make it more obvious on how you feel about a girl. Make commitment and being intentional not so hard that guys would initiate potentially quicker or at all. Now, some of those responses are clearly from women, and I'm sure if more of the guys actually responded, they would feel there would be similar responses in terms of women not making themselves available, things like that. But the frustrations are clear that we need to be more intentional. And so I think we should talk about why people are afraid to DTR and um, how it could look... Like, why are they so afraid? Why do you think, Christina?
0: I think fear of rejection is a massive Mm. thing. I think we've all been hurt by some type of rejection and we carry that and some for some people it's a lot harder to recover and so the the concept of a dtr is a reminder of a past failure mm. and it doesn't need to be and you know uh, someone told me they're like people don't reject you they reject the idea of you so mm. that's not who you are if you, you know if you feel yeah. rejected that's not the truth right and obviously we know like where our foundation is and Jesus and all of that. But on a practical level, I think that's what stops us from just having the conversation. And we don't want to let go of what we think could be something. Totally. I've been
1: there. And I think part of it too is that we are maybe obsessed with the ideal of the relationship and the picture of it. And we don't really want to let the truth in because it may wipe down this perfect view that we have of the relationship right now. So mm-hmm. it's either their fear of the rejection or what the person might think of them, or in my mind also like, I don't want to bring anything into this that may cause any rifts because I'm like loving how this right. is. And I love the narrative and the infatuation narrative that I've created. I've done that before where I'm like, oh, I don't want to have the conversation because I love how it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that my mentor said to me is like, Girl, do you want a guy that is only with you because you're like waving your hands in front of him all the time, reminding him that you're there? Or Mm -hmm. do you want a man who actually chooses you regardless if you're waving his hands in front of you because God has ignited it on his heart to pursue you? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want that. Right? Like yes. I feel like at the end of the day, you don't want to think that you're just with that person because you're just constantly in their face. Right. So by having these conversations, you break down any barriers and you find out a lot quicker if maybe the person isn't committed to you or maybe if there are too many incompatibilities mm-hmm. and you also get rid of what we just said, which was in- insecurities and anxiety un- like false anxieties. Right.
0: And I think like having the conversation in person, I know we'll talk more about yep. that, but that's huge because… We can have entire relationships for like I had a relationship for two months where we texted all the time, Snapchat all the time, but I saw him maybe twice. But yes. it, in my head, the relationship was a lot further along than in actuality. Yeah. But it's so easy to do. Yeah. Right?
1: That exact narrative. Let me just like throw out a, like a situation there because we're on this topic. So a scenario is let's say a girl and a guy are texting like every day, maybe quite frequently, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Some of it gets in-depth and really personal. Maybe a little harmless flirting happens but then this starts going on for weeks, just kind of like what you're saying. Then the girl gets confused or the guy gets confused or both of them end up getting confused because they're emotionally texting, but no one says anything. When there's a lack of any DTR and defining what's really going on or stating intent or stating feelings, this ambiguity can really be confusing and it can cause us like to feel like we're in an emotional relationship without an actual commitment. Mm-hmm. So I think that I mean, girl, you just said it. You've been through that. I've been through that a ton too. And I've been guilty of it too. Absolutely. Because I like – let me admit, like sometimes you like the attention. It's really
0: easy. I don't need to do anything to get this like
1: exactly just, you're like oh just text strange. you know yeah. at night i'm kind of bored mm-hmm. you know and at, when we are when this is where i say always check the status of your heart if the this situation is happening are you just texting that person because you're seeking something from them mm-hmm. or are you texting them because you're generally interested in them and you want to know what's going on in their life and just be there and support them or pray for them or whatever it is but is it for a selfish intention or is it for something different because if at the end of the day you people just have to check in on if they're in emotional relationships with men or women. Right. They, I mean, we have to. Yeah. And if we're women and that's happening to us, we got to call the guys out. We have to bring it up. Or if you're a guy and it happens from the women because I can say I've done that a lot, right? And so women do like to seek validation through the attention of men too. And so, yeah, we got to get out of this emotional love tank filling. Yeah, and we talk about
0: that a lot. And uh, like if you stop Snapchatting him, he's going to be like – Wait, why did she stop? And he he'll, he'll probably initiate the conversation. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I think I think True. I think that it's so easy with DM and, and I mean, there's so many ways to communicate, yep. but yet we're not actually really communicating about things, which totally. is totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we have to make sure to avoid that by getting enough emotional love from people around us and of course from Jesus. Like, where mm-hmm. is our real love tank being filled up? And mm-hmm. what I always ask is like Where is my love tank coming from this week? Is it coming from all my friends affirming me and telling me I'm awesome? Is it coming from my work and people telling me I'm successful? Instagram Instagram. is it Exactly. Or is it coming from the love of Jesus, right? Right. Right. And am I able to process things with my girlfriends and guys with other guys to be able to receive the love and support from a human being as well, which is important.
0: And I think you know the difference because when you – Feel peace. If you are in your peaceful place, Mm -hmm. you are usually full with your your emotional love tank. It's full of the love of Jesus, and that doesn't mean that you don't. You're not like, oh, I feel kind of lonely, or yeah, that's all normal, right? But it it's okay. Am I gonna operate out of this place of loneliness Mm. to make myself feel better through ways that I know are temporary. Yes. And it's so easy to get the temporary and it never lasts. It It never Mm lasts and
1: it's not fulfilling. And so it's just so, it's not, it's not what, um, is long lasting basically. Okay. So how often do you think we should DTR?
0: Well, um, I think that, I think that it should be, like I said before, something that's more continuous, but if we just want to say, okay, how many times I think, after a couple months, you mm-hmm. definitely need to be having a conversation of where something's at because usually guys and girls are probably not, necess- not on the same page. Totally. I think more often than not. But then once you have the conversation, you're immediately on the same page. Yeah. Right? I would say, and what I
1: say to that is like, if you're starting to question it and you're starting you're, – you're feeling like your emotions are starting to get in, that's the time where, okay, I, we need to have some sort of definition, yeah. even if it's not. Oh, I'm going to be your boyfriend, but yeah. it's that. Yes, I. The DTR could be I want to continue
0: this yeah. and continue I to like get to know going, you. I like I like this. Yeah. this is good. Or, that could be the DTR. Yeah, but but in person. Yes, because don't do it in a text message. Totally, because you can't. If like for, I'm the type of person where if I'm texting someone and they put a period instead of an exclamation point, I'm gonna be like, they hate me. You Same. know, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, there was like, no emoji use. Yeah, think there are no emojis, I don't and I like send <laughs> and or I'll send like that's why I love texting with you. I'm like, yeah. wrong, I'll <laughs> but I'll send seventeen solid. exclamation points, and then I'm like, was that too much? <laughs>
1: I've you know? been there. I'm like, I use three emojis. Whoops. Yeah. Like. And then
0: you're like, oh God, did I ruin this? Like we think
1: all this. <laughs> I used an emoji and a GIF. Like, right. whoa, Kate. Okay, so you can imagine far. me trying to
0: DTR in a te- in text message.
1: <laughs> it just doesn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so funny. And yeah. I totally agree. I think too, just to get it out there for people that DTR doesn't mean that you're defining if you're boyfriend, girlfriend. Yes, yes that is part of it. But DTR is just Check in. Where are you at? How, how are you feeling? And it could be I'm feeling good and I want to continue to get to know you. Great.
0: And to note, like, I read this thing that uh, uh, this book, my, my therapist gave me a book and it's called The Guide to Relationships or something. Ooh. And I was like, okay, so she's giving me a manual. What <laughs> still <get it."> no. <laughs> and uh, no, but it was about low moods and high moods. And, just, you know, we all go through 40 moods a day. Men and women, that's fascinating. and that you can react sense. to something just because you're in a low mood. And when you're in a low mood, you feel the urgency of having to do something. Totally, it's like this: I have to do it right now. But that's not the time to have the DTR conversation. Right. You You need to realize, like, okay, this is going to pass. I'm just not feeling that great. Two hours later, your your mood will be completely different. Yes. And you'll be able to have a much better conversation.
1: And if it's something that keeps coming over and up over and over again, of course, yes. But I could agree with you that timing is important. Also timing of how the other person is, yeah. their mood too.
0: Yeah. And to not – that's why to have it in person is so much better because you can gauge – Like you're both in a great place or you're on a date or whatever it is. Yeah. You're hanging out and so it's just casual and it's comfortable rather than sending this text that's like, are we boyfriend girlfriend? <laughs> yeah.
1: Why, Why haven't girlfriend? you texted me? Do you not like
0: me anymore? I sent you a snap and like <laughs> we're not best friends anymore. Yeah, like it, <laughs> 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 It's true. Like I, I think I did a meme and it was like, oh, how do you know that like you're into this girl? And It's like, well, uh, like the pastor asked this guy that he's mentoring, and the guy yeah. was like, well, I liked her last two photos and responded to her Insta story. And It was like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is where we're at sometimes. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I see that he's like looking at all my Insta stories. He looked at my stories. He commented on my
1: photo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Slow your roll, people. Is he actually talking to you? Mm -hmm. Okay, or she? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Same for guys. I mean, women. We like can definitely do the Insta stalking. Mm -hmm. Woo! I'm a professional Mm -hmm. detective. If I want to, we we talked about this the (laughs) other Steep diving. Okay, okay, so. Something I get asked too, is it okay for the girl to bring up the DTR?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm like, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And it's interesting because I get a lot of DMs from men and women that about this topic, about am I allowed to make a move? I'm a girl. Am I allowed to make a move? Is that Does that mean I'm not allowing the guy to lead? Mm. And I'm like, w- we – yeah, you're you're basically saying like, am I allowed to have a conversation? Yeah, which that has nothing to do with leading or not leading. Your date, you're just dating. You're not married or anything, yeah. anyways. Like, yeah. So we, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, women tend to be the over communicators anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. of course, the woman is going to want to say something, and in her head, she can't not say it just because she's like, well, men need to lead. I mean, I agree.
1: If you want the conversation, then you bring, if it's making you extremely unsettled, you have to bring it up. It's like, we can't sit here and be like, oh, well, I just wish he knew to bring it up. Or I Mm -hmm. "I wish he knew to do it. They're not mind readers. Neither men nor women are mind readers. And so we have to have grace for that and know if this is something that I'm thinking, the other person may have no idea. So I need to tell them that this is where I'm at. And I'm really curious about where they're at. And most of my DTRs, here's the thing. Embrace the discomfort. You got to go into the DTR knowing it could be uncomfortable, and the other person might not have a response that you particularly love. So, of course, only have the conversation if you are ready for potentially what the other response is going to be. But I've had to go in those uncomfortable, maybe, maybe even they're a little discomfort. There's some discomfort while you're having it, but afterwards, I always feel so relieved and so refreshed.
0: And if you find out, like worst case scenario, Mm -hmm. you have a DTR, you want to be with someone and it's down the line, and they're like, I don't feel the same way. Crushing blow, right? Yeah. But aren't you so happy that now you know, so you're not wasting your time, and like with someone that you know is not right for you? Right. And I think that that, I think I I sometimes am afraid of that response, so I will not have the conversation. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I'm enjoying the the Snapchat. I'm enjoying, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I'm enjoying this text. Yeah, but I'm enjoying like getting to know this person. But I, I think you have a gut feeling mm-hmm. and it's important to not take those things that other people say as reflections of yourself. It's just them and where they're at. Yeah. So it's okay. You're okay. Yes. There it's okay to to quote unquote feel rejected. Like, Mm -hmm. because it's not actually true. Yeah,
1: makes sense. Yeah, someone's not just someone's not saying no to the person you are. They're just saying I don't necessarily want to be with you if you're getting that situation, which is fine. Which is fine. It should be someone else who probably wants to be you.
0: Yeah, which is constantly changing. Which is Mm -hmm. not to say that six months down the line, like I know I've dated people, we've broken up, and six months later we're back together. Or I mean, things just change. Yeah. So. Uh, You have to be open to those conversations knowing that it probably – yeah, it's consistently changing and growing. Too. Yes.
1: Okay, so one thing that happens when people want to avoid DTRing at all is ghosting. <laughs> so I want to just define what ghosting is via Urban Dictionary. So I'm going to read this Ghosting is the act of suddenly ceasing all communication with someone the subject is dating, but no longer wishes to date. This is done in hopes that the ghostie will just get the hint and leave the subject alone, as opposed to the subject simply telling them he or she is no longer interested. Ghosting is not specific to a certain gender and is closely related to the subject's maturity and communication skills. Mm -hmm. Many attempt to justify ghosting as a way to cease dating the ghostie without hurting their feelings. But in fact, it proves that the subject is thinking more of themselves as ghosting often creates more confusion for the ghostie than if the subject kindly stated how he or she feels. Whoop! There we go. Mm -hmm. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Urban Dictionary, for that. Hashtag true. (laughs) Hashtag real. Hashtag we've all been through this and probably admittedly done it at some point in time. Mm -hmm. And I think that ghosting can be as simple as you go out with someone and you don't really like them and you don't want to go out with them again. I still think that you can say that. Say thank you for a wonderful evening. I really enjoyed the conversation with you. At this time, I really prefer friendship with you and i'm not interested in a romantic relationship but i think you're wonderful. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Done.
0: <laughs> yeah. And 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 i think ghosting is it's just ridiculous honestly. It is. It's like It's a selfish move. It's a selfish move, but i i, I get a lot of dms about that too. Mhm. Like people
1: are hurt by it. I, yeah. And yeah, the thing is hard. like i think people also do it to be cool. Like oh, if i say this to the other person they're going to just think it's not necessary cuz they didn't feel it either. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it it goes back to something you said, like attachment styles. Mm -hmm. So avoiders. Yeah. Avoid her. I, I was an avoider for, I'm weird. I feel like I'm a voider and like vacillator. Like (laughs) I'm a total vacillator, but yes. But, um, and that is in reference to attachment styles. But if you want to Google that, but yeah, avoiders often like they'll, they'll just avoid the conversation. So often people who ghost are avoiders Yeah, and it's not healthy. And it's like, We need to learn our personality types so that we can grow and not do things like that because it's hurtful for others.
1: And it's respectful to the other person to at least say what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And even if you're – because it's just so not good. Matthew Hesse does a ton of really good skits on like ghosting and things like that on YouTube. It's amazing. He's wonderful and hilarious. But it's true. It just – it becomes hurtful to the other person. So people don't ghost. Challenge you right now. And if you see one of your friends ghosting someone else – Please challenge them, y'all. Like, guy or girl, please challenge them not to ghost.
0: And that's not to say if you have – like, let's say you have had the DTR or whatever and this person will not leave you alone. Yeah. Maybe then, like, you can't I don't know if that's ghosting. I don't know.
1: Well, I if, don't know. it's like, hey, I, I I, no longer think it's healthy for us to have – have continue yeah. this conversation. Um, I, I need some space. Like, if they're persistent, like, in – not and just talking to you over and over and over when you've closed the conversation. Yeah. So, okay, the last thing I want to say about that is for DTRs and the frequency that even if you're in a serious relationship, I think that it's good to check in with the other person. Mm -hmm. And I think we're almost more afraid to do this when you're in a serious relationship because you're more invested. And this is where I think it's still very important because I, I – have been there <laughs> so much where I was so deep into a relationship in the past that I just did not see any of the signs because I thought we were just riding it on and gonna be fine. And maybe if I had asked for more conversations mm-hmm. of clarity, then we would have had it would have been less out of left field for me.
0: That's a really good statement. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of all my past relationships. Yeah, and I'm like, huh
1: could have done that a lot yeah. more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, girl. So we can go on and on, but we are coming to the close of this mini-sode. So I ask every guest the same question at the end of every episode, and I didn't prepare you for this. Oh, so God. you ready for this? Okay, okay. But <laughs> Shoot. I just want you to tell me what is one small piece of dating nugget advice that you want to give to listeners?
0: Okay. Ugh, God, loaded question. <laughs> just small okay. nugget. I think that the foundation of a dating relationship is friendship. Mm. And I think in the Bible, there's a lot about Jesus calling us friends. Mm. And there's just so much talk on friendship. And I think perhaps we've lost that a little bit. Yeah. And it's important when you get to know someone in the beginning and you're going on dates, I think that it's good to to say that we are friends. Yeah. And because with friendship, you grow trust mm-hmm. and then you can move on to the next stage and intimacy and grow in that um I always so say intentional say friends intentional too. friends yeah. absolutely so I mean to be friend-zoned isn't necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. A guys guys will dm and they'll ask like how do I know if I'm friend-zoned mm. it's a big guy question I'm like you know what it's a good thing girls are comfortable with friends mm. and so a girl will open up if you're if you are friends rather yeah. than, like I know I am I'm like that so yeah I would say be intentional about having good friendships in the beginning for sure.
1: I love that, girl. This is so fun. Everyone needs to go check out at the DTR blog on Instagram, right? And DTR blog online. All Mm -hmm. the things. Follow you, and you sometimes host events in LA, so that should be on there. Yes. Anything else? DTR live. Yeah.
0: And we're gonna plan that. It's super fun. We just want people to meet in person. Be real about like dating, relationships, comedy, all that. I love it. Have some fun.
1: You're the best, girl. I just hope that people found this useful. I hope people feel empowered to DTR more Mm -hmm. and feel clear on what DTR really means. Mm -hmm. Yes, hashtag preach. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Okay, friends. In conclusion, we need to define the relationship more. Let's not make it so crazy serious. Let's just communicate more often. Stop keeping things in the dark. Start communicating where you're at. And I promise you, you will have more clarity. This does mean that you might encounter some uncomfortable situations, but that is totally normal. Most of the time, it's temporary discomfort for lasting clarity and peace, I promise you. Also, if you find yourself either in an emotional relationship without a DTR or are contributing to one and know that you are, this is the time to contact that person directly and have a chat about emotional love tanks. Last but not least, there is absolutely no ghosting allowed. Please, please, please. If you know someone is doing that, call them out. And if you're doing it, never do it again, please. I hope you will check out and follow along with Christina at at the DTR blog. She hosts events in California. So be on the lookout for the next event. So exciting. I cannot be more thankful for your support of the Heart of Dating podcast. I am blown away by your rankings, reviews, messages, all of it. If you want to be a part of our inner circle and support what we are doing, we encourage you to pledge any dollar amount that you want on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heart of dating. Also, if you like this podcast, would you please consider giving us a review? It helps us immensely and we cannot thank you more. Until next time, friends.